0: Welcome to the Bushy Black Brother Network. Welcome back to Repo Rethink Politics, where we continue our discussion with the politics of the day. But I wanted to ask Chaz, is this the American culture or what are we looking at right now?
1: American culture is is highly individual. Like it's, it's like the yeah. whole we can't celebrate the frontier in that level of like Wild West or just capitalism. You know, um, put a pedestal on, on individual success without you know people being individual. It's it's hard to reconcile the two, is it not? Yeah, I
0: mean I mm-hmm. agree with you. This it's it's interesting that that debate. Some people just don't see. But you have to res- respect the say, look, I'm not going to do that. So, yeah, but whatever happens to you, is going to be your responsibility as well. But I don't want my responsibility and my tax dollars taking care of people who choose not to be safe. Just like my tax dollars is going to people to get that three hundred dollars a month uh, per child or three fifty. I'm not really I'm not one hundred percent. You know signed on to that but i have to say there's a percentage of people who really need that so i have to just step back from that and say i hope they do the best thing
2: well just be careful because then you sound like a republican
0: because that's the reason why
2: they don't like to give out money no you know,
0: I, I agree I'm, so i'm a conservative mm-hmm. i'm a liberal conservative i'm i'm mm-hmm. all about you know if you give people opportunity and they don't take it that's they ass you know what I mean? Yeah. That's on them. Yeah. I'm sorry. I can't, you know, I gave you all the opportunities. I even laid out some shit and you still choose not to do that. That, you know, the hell with you. Now on the liberal side is I'm giving you these opportunity, but the environment that you in, you still can't do nothing with it. You can't say anything about that because the environmental impact of what's going on in your community will keep you from really succeeding the way most people can. And I'm not saying 100% of people don't come out of that, but it, it you have to take those things in consideration in the environmental um, aspect and all.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: Go ahead, dude. <laughs> I, yeah. I know you're going to come in, Jazz. I think we had this conversation before.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's I, I, I fair. It's Like like you said earlier, it's uh, it's not just one thing. Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, we had a whole insurrection this year, too. It seems like a long time ago. Um, it's it's really hard to say. It's. Uh... Oh, I just wanted to make that one point. It was like, just the idea of the personal responsibility versus self awareness versus because it's like I guess versus ignorance, right? And maybe there's in terms of a Venn diagram, maybe they all overlap at some point. But I guess like it's just interesting to think about. Like, I get to me the question to beg is if you're a policymaker. You know, what do you do? Do you keep doing the same thing? Because do you like, what would y'all, how would y'all approach it If we're all politicians, you know, um, policymakers rather? I
0: so,
2: I mean, personally, I don't see, I don't know, it's money. I don't, so part of me is like, do you not want the money? So, I don't know. Are you, are you saying how would you, how would you get people help in, in like financially or? It's
1: all the above because like you're saying, it's all connected. Because there's housing, there's it's the vaccine itself, it's the child care, it's the uh, actual credit, um, retraining people. Like it's a lot of shit to do at the same time. Is what I'm All saying.
0: Right. So let me let me let me give you the perspective. What I had. I said I'm not 100 on in on um, that money every month thing, but follow me with this logic. Every year they're eligible to be able to get that tax credit. So if you look at it in that way, you're giving it to them anyway.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: So if you're giving it to them anyway, there's a percentage of the people who will do well with getting it early. And what you want is a percentage to take care of a certain portion of the community or a sector to be able to do better. So as they do better, a lot of times the community do better. So this isn't like new money. This is money that actually is, is something on a yearly basis. Now, do they always put it in and do they know what they do or go to HR block and blah, blah, blah? It feels better when you get that in your hand and you can do something with it and not have to wait a whole year to say the next time I get some money that I can make moves on is uh, January, February, March, whatever. So I believe it's a still a good thing. Um, it gives them six months to look at that data. So as you look at that data, you can see if it makes sense and the percentage, because it's not going to be a hundred percent. I always, I keep saying that because a lot of times when we make statements, they think it's a blanket statement for everyone. And it's really not what you want is a percentage to do well in order to move the needle of saying things are getting better. You know, it's not going to be a hundred percent.
2: And don't forget it's increasing too. So it's, it's not a new system. Well, the monthly part—it sounds like a new system, but right—they're increasing that number by at least a thousand dollars, like total. So, yeah, I think it's smart that, that to to have that flexibility to give people that kind of money because it's almost like you have no excuses.
0: Yeah, you have the so, money. It's
2: you know, it's just it, can it pay for your rent? That's the question.
0: Yeah, if not rent, can you make sure children eat? And I think the whole purpose was to make right. sure child poverty is is eliminated on a certain level yeah you're
1: right yeah
0: so that's, if you yes. if you're looking at that and 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 it and it improves that statistical number it achieved this is point but where the republicans is like no you're just giving people money and they don't know what to do with it and they're just gonna buy it on those sneakers and top hats and tap shoes you know some shit like that yeah but, that's just you
1: know, ridiculous with yeah that.
0: but <clears> but <throat> you gotta you gotta you gotta look at that to say because that's how you sell it to the actual uh, Republicans to say, you know what? It's something that they're going to put on a taxes anyway. But what we want is to change child poverty. Do you care about kids? No, I don't give a fuck about kids. Yeah, we know that. But once we put it out there and say you went against this, what are you going to say about that? So you almost sell it to them. That's saying it's no money being taken from the rich. It's the money that we, we doing on a yearly basis anyway. So. People have a tendency of saying, if it doesn't hurt me, it's something we already done, but you just twist it in a different way. It it just yeah. works out better.
2: Yeah, And it's the IRS. So they can if they wanted to and they see somebody taking advantage of it, that's when they can go in and audit them and find out. All right, Are you actually buying them Jordans or are you spending <laughs> it the way it's supposed to? Because so, hey. they they got that jurisdiction where they can actually do that.
1: Why, why are Jordans family? always... Uh... Irresponsible, motherfucker, purchase. I'm
0: sorry. That's yes, true. Nobody
1: <laughs> said... Yeah, the a The care
0: Yeah. No. Nobody
1: said iPads, 1,000 uh, third-count sheets. There's always Jordans. It's the default, yeah, iPads dude. are good. They're educational. You can do it, yeah. Oh, you know what? You're right,
0: motherfucker. <laughs> so... <I've had> <laughs> So, you know, we went through that and and the unemployment thing is just interesting when that portion um, stops, too, because a lot of that um, helped people to say that's the the unemployment paid me just as much or more if I went to work. So once that's done, will they start flooding the market or will they try to wait it out to see if like most of these jobs are increasing? the um, minimum wage so you got these major companies going to 15 dollars which where a lot of them was at 10 12 and they jumped to 15 because they don't want the federal governments telling them mandatory uh 15 to 20 dollar um, minimum wage so these these companies are doing that and if i work for target and i'm getting 15 dollars, but yet i work for applebee's for six dollars and hope i get good tips man i'm not going in there I'm I'm just not going to do it, so that that's a shift in the paradigm of who works where, you know what I mean? And that's an interesting aspect, and it goes back to what you said, Chaz. Is how do we get back to normal? I don't know if normal is a thing. The normal is in the eye of the beholder, in a sense, because normal. To some people, is let's get it back to the way it was, so I can pay people less, and black people shut your mouth. And then normal, yeah, and (laughs) and normal for progressive people is we're evolving, and things are getting and evolving. So you have to pay people better money. We have to get rid of gas cars. We have to build more better jobs and everything.
1: I'll be I'll speak for the. I try to I try to be the Republican here as a as business. (laughs) So in terms of like a business owner, I'll speak from a non-corporate perspective. Our time is so valuable. I'm like, um, we could hire someone and they can do this work and X, Y, Z, and we have to increase the price. That's one thing. But it's almost like I'm willing to, the margins aren't as important as our time. You know what I'm saying? Because we're in this business, we're all like full time workers. So in this situation, it's not like we're all full time employees. We're all, you know, we're all we're not full time employees for the business. We're all full time employees for our jobs where we actually work. So for me, I never got that idea of now that I'm in it, the idea that oh, you got to pay someone and it's gonna raise the price and you're gonna lose customers. Like, not really, right? That's it's, I haven't seen that to, and again we're going. We're having, we haven't started the process, but on the level of, you know, even if we just took like less, our margins decreased. Mm-hmm. We to have lesser margins, but zero work is still a win-win. So it's almost like, well, what's the expectation of getting the, you know, of your margins and having like good staff and having happy customers? Right. I think it's just like I don't. I'd be curious to talk to those people who, and it might just be all like restaurant folks.
2: When
1: mm-hmm. the past were like, well, we can't raise prices.
2: Um, um, but it up in, can I jump in real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Cause, cause I'm somebody that doesn't know business like that. Cause you speak in margins and, and, and business. And, and so I heard, I heard you were talking about the pain point. So now I'm going to the, U, the UX brain. So the, the pain point or the problem is here and then the solution is there so you're saying the problem there is that the margins are going down can you can you can you explain that differently on a like i'm a five-year-old i guess i'm trying to follow. yeah sure so in this
1: particular business mm-hmm. where it's an event space booking kind of thing <clears throat> mm-hmm. so let's say and then our clients i just you know God bless them, but they, A lot of them are hood as fuck. You know, it is what it is. We, we cater to that crowd. True. So, you know, motherfuckers be smoking weed, you know. Yeah. They, you know, they got like... It's, it's, you know, hood functions. It's all good. You know, that's... that's so, in, the cleanup, though, on that level is... Can be like... You, you might be there for like two hours, whatever, to prep. Three hours. It, it depends on how bad it is and... Because some people need different table and chair setups. So... If us, like the people who run the space, you know, we'll collect, if we do it ourselves, we collect the money, but we lose that time. So there's still value in our time. So it's still not even though we're collecting the money for that booking and not paying someone to manage it or do it, we're losing that time. And because this is not like a typical Airbnb, it's not as simple as like having a cleaning crew. Because like, you know, I'm going to have to fix some shit here or it's better to me to have a worker versus a cleanup crew. Um, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Because they're different demand. You know, people need different things per event. So, um, let's say someone pays. Uh, e he pay, he's going to have a birthday party for his daughter, and everyone is vaccinated. So he wants to have it at an event space. Just to make the math easy, he pays us a hundred dollars to book the space. Um, out of that hundred dollars, I'm saying, if as of right now we do all the work. We pocket that hundred, but I'm like, man, fuck that. I'm willing to part with like half of that if it's just like, if I don't have to lift a finger. You know what I'm saying? It's real. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying instead of having like that level of mark. and, a, and a, okay, out of that hundred dollars, we're already going to lose like maybe ten just based on like supplies. Cause you come to event space, you know, you need toilet paper, you need paper towels, you need cleaning supplies, you need whatever. Um, So we'll just say 10 of that will just go to incidentals anyway. Um, And you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'm just saying out of that $100, if if there's like 40% that's pocketed and a lot of that overhead is like supplies and labor, that's okay. You know, it's like, that's for me anyway, um, based on a level of that's, you know, if the math makes sense, that's, that's that's more than acceptable per, you know what I'm saying? So per booking or whatever, you multiply that on a monthly basis and, you know what I'm saying? It's still good. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about with the margins. So I just never bought that argument now that I'm in it. You know what I mean? Does that make sense?
2: Yeah. No, I Mm mean, so
0: I look at it a little differently because, you know, the multiple businesses that I've actually tried to run them on was, what will be my margin in order to ensure that, um, my space is being paid for, um, my inventory will be replenished and all of that. So my margin in between that cost has to be 30%. So if that's 30%, I'm, I can be satisfied and everything is being paid for it. And I get 30%, but I can't be there, um, um 10 hours 10 hours out of the day. I could be there four hours. So if I pay somebody um for those six hours that needs to be there, I have to reduce my margins to about twenty percent because ten percent go to that person right there. Is that twenty percent good enough for me to continue to expand the business? Um do I have to raise prices to get my 30% to be satisfied with? But if you're an entrepreneur, you want to sustain your business. And, you know, some people go in there to be millionaires and trying to make all of this money. But sometimes you got to reduce your actual margins to increase your margins. So if I have that store open for 10 hours as opposed to eight hours, they're buying more of my product. And I can replenish that and my margins get bigger because of the velocity of things being there.
1: Exactly. And, exactly. and and
0: in your case, Chaz, if you pay somebody and you can turn that space faster because it's cleaned up and everything is already set up. You will actually make money by reducing your margin initially, but you'll yep. pick it up with you know more people renting the space.
1: That's what I'm saying or just being being available. Yes. Okay. I need to yeah. I don't want to book until I see it.
0: You exactly. know what I'm
1: saying? You know what I'm saying? Ian is, you know, his wife's like, "Man, eh, I want to see it first Like that makes total sense. Mm-hmm. But so, I'm I'm at work. I don't, you know, or whatever. I'm I'm traveling for work. So we could potentially lose that. But if we have a worker, it's like, hey, I'm here all day, every day. So slide through.
0: Yeah. So E, that's yeah. in, in in that sense, you know, as an, a, a small business owner, um, you have to be prepared to take a, a a profit loss in order to expand your business. I always tell people mm-hmm. if you when you're ready to expand your business, you got to reduce your profit in order to expand it. If not, you're going to keep taking all these loans out. And, and keeping the same type of business going, that's not going to expand your business because you you you're still trying to keep a static way of doing things. But using money outside of what you have in order to change your business aspect from that. It's just it's, it's a weird thing that people fail because they keep putting debt on top of debt on top of debt and you get that yeah. debt and then you turn around and you wind up using your profits anyway to pay off an additional loan
2: it sounds like it basically the cause I mean, a lot of people don't know the business like that. I know it in terms of like just handling money in general, but it's almost like you're looking at it on a, you're playing the long ball and it's like, you, you gotta foresee, you know, the bigger picture versus, you know, the short term. But um, a lot of people, yeah. I will say the publicly traded
1: dudes are like, Hey, you know, they have those pressures from the market. Um, that's another conversation of like how the demand of stockholders versus the reality of shit. I think, you know, if you didn't have stockholders demanding shit, I think a lot of CEOs would be like, Hey, I I agree. I would, uh, we need to do things a certain way, but I think that's where a lot of the initial fear came from. in My opinion.
0: So, I mean, sitting in a conservative seat, that's, they're looking at how do we, how do we sustain those businesses without having to do, take a hit on their profits because they're looking at these billionaires taking hits on their profits. They, the conservatives are not really looking at small businesses. Now they go to their community. They'll talk about the small businesses, but most of the tax type of rules are for larger businesses anyway. The small business can take advantage of some of those, but the bigger business take it in such a larger slump that they're in a better position to take advantage of the tax rules. You're going deep into taxing and economics. Yeah, I know. No. <laughs> but I'm saying it's real. I'm over here writing this down. Right?
1: Mm-hmm. I'm saying it's real because, like, the whole PPE, you know what I mean, the PPE, uh, what's that? The protection, whatever thing, those yeah. loans. Yep, yep. Big corporations mm-hmm. who just jumped in the line. Like, it's a fucked up game. Yep. And I'm like, now that my point is, now that I'm like, I'm not going to act like I'm, you know what I'm saying, you know, we're near million dollars or whatever. But just on a small scale, just to be able to like, oh, okay, I can conceptually see what the fuck they're complaining about. And they're like, it's not even that big a deal. Yep. Like, to me, it's more of a, it's more of a, a indictment on them. Like, you got to find a better way to run your business.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's only well, fair. That's what happens with the government. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. mm-hmm. whenever the Republicans take over, we we'll always end up in some debt. And then the Democrats got to come in and save and us. And save I mean, the it's, fucking it's day. Like it's right. Yeah. Because you're right. Like, Trump and Bush cuts. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, they tried to do the they, they cuts of taxes, uh, and, those, and that spending doesn't come back. It just gets hoarded, and then the government has to spend the way out, and it just gets fucked up. It happened, yeah, happened in both different mm-hmm. situations, of course, but it um, happened, when, yeah, Bush, it's I can get that shit,
0: yeah. But but it led into that. So in the Bush administration, we led, it was going on, and it led to that. And the Trump, they given tax credits to, or... Tax things for the rich, and then we ran into COVID. So it led into that, regardless, because yeah. there was things leading into. If we even change, we still would have had to reverse some things. We just in a much, you know, dramatic situation at the end of their damn presidency, and it's like right on time too. It's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, and that's what makes me think that, like Chaz's point about you know, there's a cycle, obviously, where we're always we the Democrats are always trying to save the country financially or however you know just situationally you know now there's an opportunity now because we can't you know we can't rely on the 2020 numbers because it was a ridiculous year but it fucked up our economy mm-hmm. um it fucked up our housing and fucked up our jobs and everything you know so it's to the point like all right now we're in this recovery phase you know we got these vaccines going in now let's just not bring ourselves ourselves back to just normal let's let's create a new normal yeah you know let's actually start pushing um our agenda or just you know i mean you know you know what i think is right you know is actually just common sense i feel like let's actually help people you know you know whether it's financially or just make things a little easier so yeah like you were saying chaz like let's take advantage of the situation and push bills the way we need to forget this whole You know bipartisan deal you know let's just go ahead and actually get make some changes now that we have the chance because everyone's kind of desperate right now you know so
0: but we really don't have a chance but we really don't have a chance with um mansion and christian cinema which is